welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. We are now on episode 22. It's your boy D Train. How are we doing today on this lovely Tuesday afternoon? Today, we will be talking about the conference finals. I have no guest today. Unfortunately, I'm going solo, but the show must go on. The show must go on. I've been, you know, I've been doing solo lately and yeah, I mean, I can I can pick up the slack, you know, for not having a guest. Uh as I said earlier, we're going to be talking about the uh conference finals, uh the Golden State Warriors versus the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh Golden State has won that series 4-0. They got the they they brought out the brooms. They brought out the brooms. So, you know, we'll, we'll dissect, you know, what happens, what happened in those games. Because, man, your boy's about to rant. Your boy's about to go on a, your boy's about to go on a, off on a tangent. And then uh, we'll go on the Eastern Conference side and we'll talk the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors. So let's get everything started. Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors sweeping the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So before I start talking about the games, I, I originally had Golden State in six. And the reason I had Golden State in six, because Kevin Durant, you know, he got hurt in the Houston series, and I was like, okay, maybe Portland, you know, they can capitalize on, you know, a couple games before Durant comes back. And, yeah, <laughs> obviously that didn't happen. Uh, Golden State just uh, <laughs> basically swept them out of the building. Uh, bye-bye, Portland. <laughs> I originally thought Portland was going to either – I thought Portland was going to win their two home games, game three and game four, and make this a series, be tied 2-2, and then Golden State would win in six. Obviously, that did not happen, and, you know, I don't look very good right now, but I digress. I think, you know, this series, Golden State was, you know, they were really, really good. You know, they're, they're a great team, you know, with De- Kevin Durant, and obviously without Kevin Durant, and obviously the team... You know, is not better. The Golden State Warriors are not better without Durant, but they're still very formidable, and they obviously uh, proved that against Portland. So uh, let's let's get started with uh, Game Numero Uno. So in Game One, uh, the Golden State Warriors they beat the Portland Trail Blazers one sixteen to ninety four. Steph Curry he had thirty six points. And Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum got 36 points combined. And it was a very inefficient night for them. Also, you had uh, Clay Thompson. He put up 26 points. So, basically, the Splash Brothers put up 62. And if you want to call them the Trash Brothers on Portland, they put up 36. I'm not going to disrespect them like that. I like CJ and Dame, but, you know, they were not good in this. They were, they were decent at best in this series. Uh, but we start off with the first game. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't really that eventful. Golden State was, like, leading the whole game. <laughs> you know, Portland, you know, cut it down, you know, to single digits, you know, to four or six points. But it was never, like, a close game. And basically, Port, uh, Golden State just pulled away in the fourth quarter. You know, that's how they got their 20-point uh, win. They just pulled away in the fourth. And, yeah. Portland just – Portland had just – he they had just no answer for Steph Curry. No answer. So, game one, you know, obviously it's in Golden State's court. You know, Portland coming off a of game seven against Denver that past Sunday. Like, you know, because, yeah, they they played on Tuesday. They played last Tuesday. So, you know, they only had a couple days rest. So, 
you know, Golden State last played on that Friday when they beat Houston. So after Portland, you know, beat Denver, they went straight to Oakland. And, I mean, you can expect that. They basically just got waxed out of the building in the fourth quarter. You know, no contest. It was in Golden State. So, you know, it was like a, a, a feel-out a feel game, you know, to see how the series was going to go. And, yeah, I mean, Portland, you know, the first three quarters, you know, they were hanging on, you know, trailing by a bit. But in the fourth quarter, as I said previously, it just it blew out. It blew out. You know, uh, Golden State ended up winning by 22 points. And, yeah, game one, you, you can't have Curry equaling C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. You know, they like it needs to be the battle of the backcourts. <laughs> Curry basically scored; he basically equaled their output in Game One. You know, so and it was very, it was a very inefficient. Like I think they were Dave and CJ were like eleven for thirty-one combined for thirty-six points. You know, you're not winning like that. You're not winning like that. But now. Let us get into uh, game two because I feel like game two, game three, and game four, you know, they were a bit more interesting. I, to be honest, I watched those games more. Like, I watched game one, but I don't really, you know, it was just like Golden State was in control that entire game. Uh, let's get into game two. Game two, uh, the Golden State Warriors won 114 to 111. Steph Curry dropped 37 points. Damian Lillard had 23 points. CJ McCollum had 22 points. Clay Thompson had 24 points. And Seth, Cur- Seth Curry, Steph's little brother, had 16 points. So this game, you know, Portland, you know, they were pl- Portland played really well that game. You know, I watched game two. And Portland played, you know, a, a really great game, especially on the road. You know, they were up. They were up 15 points at halftime. And, you know, and <laughs> by the end of the third quarter, you know, Portland's lead was gone. And you'll see that that is a trend for the games following, which we'll get into. But, by yeah, by the third quarter, that, that uh, lead was gone. And then in the fourth quarter, it was close. But Portland, you know, they got up to like a six or eight point lead with like four minutes left in the game. And then they just, you know, they they couldn't steal. They couldn't steal that game on the road. And I, I do remember uh, Steve Kerr saying after game two that they stole that game because he was like, oh, yeah, the team didn't play really well. You know, you know, they were they were like lucky to have won that game. And, yeah, that's what happened. End of the third quarter, you know, Portland, you know, was not leading. <laughs> it was they, – they collapsed. They collapsed in the third and fourth quarter. As you see, it's a trend. Uh, I, Portland had their opportunities to close this game out, you know, to put Golden straight and, uh, you know – extend the lead, but they blew their opportunities. They couldn't convert, taking bad shots, turnovers, you know, all all the above, you know. And then the last thing was, well, two things, actually. So Damian Lillard in that game, he hurt his uh, ribs. I think he fell when uh, somebody set, uh, they set a screen. And he uh, he hurt his rings. He he hurt his ribs. And then you see, uh, at the end of the game, go oh, Golden State was up three. Uh, Iguodala with a huge defensive play on Damian Lillard, you know, to get the steal. And yeah, they didn't get they didn't get the shot off because you know Iggy got the steal. So Golden State ended up winning that game. Now, Lillard, you know, I'm sure Lillard in Portland, they thought it was a foul, but, you know, obviously the refs are not going to call it. I'm sure there was con- I'm sure there was contact on the play, but, you know, hey, Iggy, Iggy's a lot, Iggy, 
Iggy's a lockdown defender, and when it's playoff time, you know, Iggy, com Iggy comes to play. He comes to play. So that's what you saw there in game two. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just – and if Portland, like, they – I mean, they were in a great position, as I said earlier. Like, they could have stole that game, but down the stretch – down the stretch, they couldn't close. They couldn't close the deal. And, you know, the the champs, Golden State Warriors, were a resilient bunch of group, uh, a, a resilient group. And, you know, they, they showed their championship pedigree. They didn't get, you know, too tense. You know, they were calm. You know, they they did their play. They made their plays. And they ended up winning the game. You know, Steph Curry, Steph Curry went off. <laughs> went off. It could not stop Steph Curry in the series. So Steph Curry averaged like 30, <laughs> 36, 36.5, averaged 36.5 for the series. Steph Curry, since Kevin Durant's been going off, has been balling. He's been averaging 30 plus a game, showing us. You know why he's the two-time MVP, one-time unanimous MVP. He's going off, going off, yo, shooting trays, doing everything. Props to Steph Curry. Now his brother Seth Curry, he 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 hit some uh, he hit some shots in the fourth, and you know throughout that game too. You know he he hit a big three. In the fourth quarter, you know, to, uh, I believe, to take the lead for Portland. So, you know, props to him. To me, and I, I'll probably get into this later, I honestly think he probably should have guarded uh, Steph Curry because you, you put Damian Lillard on him, Damian Lillard could not guard him. He could not guard him. It, you know, he would be not connected to his body, when, you know, Steph was running around and coming off screens, you know, sometimes he would foul. The, Portland would foul like three-point shooters. And, you know, they would get – Golden State would get to the line for three. For three, and, and you, can't, you can't do that. You cannot do that. Well, yeah, I mean, as a Portland fan going into game two, you're like, okay, we lost game one, and then we really – really had, you know, we couldn't close the deal on game two. So at the at the end of game two, you're like, okay, you know, we're going back home, you know, to Portland. We were up, like, most of the game. And, you know, we got to feel, you know, pretty good now. You know, we're going to go to Portland, to our home crowd, and, you know, we're going to get a win in game three. Unfortunately, game three, they lost. They lost. And this is where I've seen more of uh, Draymond, Draymond Green having an impact. Not to say he didn't have an impact in the first two games, but I think he had a profound impact in game three and in game four. And, you know, to a lesser extent, game two. But game three, Steph, uh, Golden State won 110 to 99. Steph Curry dropped 36 points. Draymond had a 20-point triple-double. I believe he had 14, either 14 rebounds or 11, and 11 assists, or it was the other way. Klay Thompson had 19 points. Uh, C.J. McCollum and 20, had 23 points, and Damian Lillard had 19 points. So the Warriors, uh, they faced another double-digit deficit at the half. And they went on another third quarter miracle, <laughs> you know, another third quarter run. Twenty nine to thirteen, Golden State in the third quarter. Now, what I saw from this game, every time Portland would make a bucket, or you know, they would miss, Draymond Green was always pushing the ball up, pushing the tempo up. And the defense was just poor, really, really, really poor for the Portland Trailblazers. 
you know, transition defense. Like, I don't understand how you can make a you you you're Portland and you make a bucket and then you're you're treading back on defense and Draymond Green it's like one on five, and he he's he he the score he the scores on that possession or he sets his teammate up or he, he's getting a foul call. You can't let that happen, you know. You got you gotta you know play. Portland just. They they did they played horrible defense. The de- the defense was just you know trash. Like <laughs> it's like when I'm playing people in 2K. <laughs> you know they trash. It was bad. It was bad. But uh, Dame he was playing with the broken ribs as I said. You know in game two he got that broken ribs. But he's not he's not making excuses for it. He's not making excuses for it. He said, you know, I he has to play better. And I mean, he got he got 23 points. Actually, you know, he didn't get 23 points. He got 19 points. So, I mean, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a good game. It wasn't it wasn't a good game for Dame, unfortunately. Fortunately, it was not a good game. Uh-uh. You know, CJ, CJ got 23, but it's just, yeah, I mean, in order for Portland to win a game, to to have won a game in this series, they would have had to outplay the Splash Brothers, and they didn't. So that's why, you know, they lost. And uh, Myers Leonard, Myers Leonard showed up in game three. You know, I saw uh, Terry Scotts. You know, he played Myers Leonard more than uh, Cantor because he Miles Leonard uh, he spreads the floor out better, and he can hit threes. So when they trap uh, Lillard and McCollum, and you know when they do the pick and pop, you know they have McCull- they have uh, Leonard, you know, out for three, and yeah. I mean, he had a good, he had a, he had a great game three, and uh, we'll also talk about his game four performance because, <laughs> yo, Miles Leonard, he went off in game four. He, oh, like man, <laughs> I think he was the only, he might have been the only one who showed up. Actually, no, nah, I'm not gonna say that. I think they they showed up, but it was just like you know. I guess maybe the Warriors were just too good. It was funny in game in game three, Iguodala only played. A, he didn't play that much, you know, because he had he got hurt, and uh, Golden State was resting him. I think he has a cap injury, just like Durant. So you know they're, you know they're limiting his mess. Uh, they're limiting his uh, minutes. You know, so you know as a precautionary. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm looking back in this series, and you know, we'll get into. I'm gonna get into Game Four. Let's get into Game Four right now, and then I'll we'll recap the whole Portland, you know, Golden State. But like, McKinney showed up. Jordan Bell showed up for a bit. You know. <laughs> Steve Kerr was putting in some, you know, some rookies in there, yo. I'm like, damn, they could not stop nobody. Like, Steve Kerr went like eight, nine man deep. He went with the eight, nine man rotation out there. Like, she, Sean Livingston, you know, like, man. Hey, props to the Golden State Warriors, though. Congrats for them for uh, completing on the sweep. Uh, let's get into game four. Game four, this game was the only game that went into overtime. Uh, game four, Golden State won 119-117. They uh, complete the sweep 4-0. And uh, Steph Curry, he went off 37 points. Draymond Green, he got 18 points. But they both had triple doubles. Both, both Steph Curry and Draymond Green got a triple double. And Portland... The story again is they blew another lead. They keep blowing these big leads. 
You know, they I think they were up like seven. They were up, you know. I think I I think RJ tweeted. Uh, Richard Jefferson tweeted like every time they were up like seventeen points. But you know, he he couldn't be hyped on Portland because it was fifty fifty of whether they would win or not. But like, yeah, they were up the whole. You know, Portland went on a run, and then Golden State just quieted it. You know, Seth Curry. Steph Curry, he put on a performance. Like I, he had like twenty points at half. You know, My, Myers Leonard, he had like 20, 20 plus at half. <laughs> My, Miles Leonard, like he had a career high, career high thirty points and twelve rebounds. Damian Lillard had twenty eight points, twelve assists, and uh, CJ McCollum had twenty six points. So you know they they. Portland, you know, they they blew their opportunity. Like I said in game two and game three, they blew their opportunities. You know, they couldn't stop Draymond when he was pushing out the tempo, pushing out the ball after made baskets, pushing it out in transition, finding the open man, finding the open three, you know, and showing up on the defensive end, you know, playmaking. Draymond is a really, like, and there, as Stephen A. said this, he you know he's an under underappreciated star. But Draymond, it only worked. Like I feel like if he was on a, on another team, he would not be as good as he's showing right now. But that is because you know it's, it's the way it's the system, the way they go, the ball movement. Like Draymond can play make for Steph. And Clay and Steph can play make like that. That one five pick and roll, Steph and Draymond pick and roll, ooh, deadly. Because you know they're gonna try Steph, and then you know you asking Draymond to make plays. Bam, Draymond, Draymond can make plays, bro. He can make plays, and you saw this. You know this was before they got Kevin Durant. You know he was making plays. He got a thir- he got a triple double. I believe he got a triple double that game seven that they lost against Cleveland. If they won, Draymond Green was gonna be Finals MVP that year. But I don't know for Portland. I mean, they got swept. Yes, they made it to the they made it to the conference finals, but you know they got swept four zero, and I believe they got swept. The last three years, they got swept last year by the Pelicans. Was that in the first round? That was in the first round because it was a 3-6 matchup. So they got swept. And then two years before that, they got they got swept by, uh, I believe they got swept by Golden State <laughs> two years ago. And then they were making memes about uh, Rodney Hood. <laughs> Rodney Hood got swept three times. I think it was when, uh, yeah, Golden State swept him three times when he was in Utah. When Utah in the second round, two uh, two years ago, right? And then last year, Rodney Hood got swept by the uh, <laughs> Golden State when he was on the Cavs, and then he got swept this year when he was in Portland. So, uh, Rip, poor Rodney Hood, we're praying for you, man. Hopefully, you know. You can find your way to the east or something. You know, hopefully you're not getting swept no more, my man. I'm sorry. Rodney Hood, he had some good games. So it wasn't on him. You know, he had some good games. But, I mean, we all knew. We all knew Portland was not going to win this series. All right? Even with Durant being out. But I, and maybe, I don't know, maybe some people thought that Portland, that Portland was gonna get swept. I know for I know for sure I didn't. I thought I was like, hey, you know, they're gonna at least get game three or game four. You know, I I had them getting both game three and game four. I was wrong. You know, they got hey, they got the brooms, man. They got the brooms. Man, oh, it's tough to see. <laughs> and it's funly. I, I, I know Portland was injured too because uh Nurkic was out. 
And, you know, Canner was playing with a separated shoulder. Damian Lillard with his uh, rib cage. And, you know, <laughs> Damian Lillard said, hey, we would have went all the way if Nurk was there. I don't know about that, but, it, you know, maybe. Maybe, because, you know, they could have gone Twin Towers with Nurk and Canner. Or do something. You, you know, you know, you never know. And there's no ifs. You know, it's what happened. And basically, they got swept. So, you know, they can't say, whoa, you know, this guy, this guy wasn't hurt. They got swept. They couldn't even win one game. And it's, it's the way they lost, too. It's the way they lost. They were up three. They were up the whole. Portland was leading for the whole series. And most of the minutes, Portland was leading. And they still find a way to lose the series. How do you not take one game? Not even one game on your home court. How do you not take one game? It's beyond me. It's beyond me how, you don't, how y'all don't take one game. It's crazy. But uh, my takeaways from the series, uh, basically, Portland had no answer for Steph Curry. Uh, to me, I thought they should have put Seth Curry on him more. I think he did a better job than uh, Damian Lillard. I think they put uh, Evan Turner on him for a bit. And, you know, CJ was probably on him. I'm sure a, a bunch of people were on Steph. But he, he could not be stopped. Steph, you know, Steph Curry went off. You know, he averaged 36.5 <laughs> per game. And, but I think Seth Curry had the best time uh, defending his brother, and he should have been more the primary defender, in my opinion. Now, I think uh, Portland, they had, I know game one, they had a lot of turnovers. I'm not sure about the other three games. I, I'm sure they turned the ball over, you know, but I'm sure it wasn't as ex- excessive as in game one. But they just had poor transition defense throughout the series. You know, wide open looks, wide open threes, you know, poor discipline on defense. You know, Portland would score. And then there's, there's no reason you score. And then you have Draymond Green, your, your power forward, running the ball up. And, you know, they score. Like, nah, get back, set your defense. Don't let them, don't let them get to the basket. Don't let them get to the basket. You can't you can't have him doing that. So, you know, and and the and the second halves, the second half of games were awful for Portland. Just awful. You know, they couldn't close games. You know, Portland during the first half, three of the four games, they would have, you know, a a good lead. You know, in game two and game three, they had a double digit lead at halftime. And you know, you got, I, I, as a unit, you have to, maybe game two, like game two, it's against the Warriors at home. But game three and game four, you have to find a way on your home floor to close the deal, man. Y'all got to close the deal. Like, it's just unacceptable how you up, you know, 17 points and you can't, and you let Golden State come all the way back. I understand they're an all-time offense, but you on your home floor, man. I need you to d up. How how you letting Steph Curry get thirty-seven points a game? It's crazy. It's crazy, man. D up, like Jesus. Take the ball out of his hands, man. I mean, it was. I'm sure it wasn't an efficient 37, but he would shoot. I think he was shooting like 40, 40 plus percent. Like, man, this is crazy. And also, there was no third playmaker for Portland. You know, Evan Turner, like, he was just too inconsistent. You know, there was no, like, there's no, and, you know, they weren't making shots. So, you know, all the pressure was on Damien and uh, CJ. And, you know, 
they needed someone, you know, so you can bring them both off ball. So like an Evan Turner, you know, you need an Evan Turner to be aggressive and, you know, play 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 Dame more off ball because he was getting trapped every single time. And I'm sure CJ was getting trapped too. That's why you need that third guy. And uh, where where was Ennis Cantor? Like Ennis Cantor had a you know he had a good series against OKC and Denver. I understand he's hurt and the and it, it was Ramadan, so props to him for playing through that. Because in Ramadan, you know you can't you can't eat until the sun sets, and you know he would have to wake up at like you know two and three o'clock in the morning to have his meal for the entire day. And then he couldn't eat until like sunset after. And importantly, he could they couldn't have water. He couldn't have water, or he and I, I heard he couldn't take a uh, medicine as well. But you know, I mean, props to him for you know playing through it. You know, he's really strong mentally. But I don't know. He was he was taken away from this series. You know, in my opinion, and his candor was taken away. You know. I mean, he he got, you know, he got some points, but like, did he have like his double doubles? Like, no, not like he was doing in OKC in uh, in Denver. So, yeah, what was Ennis Canner? You know, Minu, you know, Evan Turner was inconsistent. Like, Damon CJ can only do so much. They need help. I know Myers Leonard. He showed up. He showed up game three and game four. But like, how often is that gonna happen? And and it happened, and they still lost. They still lost. But I think Myers Leonard only had he had like twenty five points and a half, and then he got five points in the second half, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that. But he, he he didn't get that many points in the second half. But yeah, to me, uh, I think before we close and we move forward to the Eastern Conference. To me, I think this series was like, and I'm not going to discredit Golden State. You know, they're an all-time team. They're a dynasty. But to me, like, this was just more bad Portland than good Golden State. You know, because Portland, like, you can't be giving up these big leads, especially at home. You know, game four, Eagle Dollar didn't play. How are you going to lose, you know, without... Iggy. They started, it was basically Steph, Dr- Draymond, and Clay in the starting lineup. And then they had uh, McKinney and uh, Jordan Bell. And then you have Sean Livingston off the bench, and then you have a couple other guys. How do you lose to that? Like, I mean, props to, playing, props to Golden State for, you know, showing their championship pedigree. But, like, Portland, you got to find a way when you're up, like, ha, you know, you're, you have a, 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 a big lead, like a 15, you know, 20-point lead, and you just squander that. You know, you got to stop the bleeding. You got to stop the bleeding. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's what I had to say about this uh, this series. You know, Golden State's going on to the finals. Uh, they can rest. Rest up Iguodala. Rest up Durant. And maybe uh, DeMarcus Cousins might make a return in this playoffs. Uh, you'll never know. But the NBA Finals don't start until May 30th. So they, you know, they can rest their guys up and, yeah, prepare for the next opponent which will be either Milwaukee or the Toronto Raptors. Speaking of that, let's go into the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, boy. So Eastern Conference Finals, this is uh, more competitive. You know, I think I, before we, uh, before, 
my predictions were uh, Milwaukee in seven. Uh, I originally had Philly beating Milwaukee, but Kawhi had to hit some dagger shot. He had to hit a dagger, yo, <laughs> to send Philadelphia home. But I digress. <laughs> Let's start with game one. Uh, basically, the, before we start with game one, it's the battle, Kawhi versus Giannis. I'm sure, you know, NBA fans want to see, you know, because it's a, leg- I mean, it's a legitimate toss-up of who's the best player in the East. So maybe this series could de- define who the best player in the East is. Uh, you know, you got, Gian- you got Giannis, who, you know, the freak, the Greek freak. You know, who's just, oh, my God, he just, yan- he just yams it on everybody. <laughs> no remorse, yo. He's working on his jump shot, and he's, he's, become, he's becoming a better passer and a better playmaker. I've been watching Giannis, you know. Uh, props to him. I love Giannis. Mo- Milwaukee's one of my teams in 2K. Milwaukee and Philadelphia. You know, those are my uh, teams in 2K. Because, you know, I, with Giannis, I can just go dunk on everybody. And then I got when you know when they want to cut when they want to put put a wall in the paint, I just I just kick it out to my boy Brooke. I kick it out to my boy Brooke. He cashing them trays. I got Miritich on the other side. I got Chris Middleton. I got Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon is low key underrated in NBA 2K. That man, that man, he got hops. Yo, he got playmaking skills. Ooh. And Bledsoe, Bledsoe, Bledsoe's nice in 2K, but he's trash in real life. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll get into the series. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, you know, Jan, Giannis, ugh. Giannis is the mismatch, bro. He's too fast. Uh, they, they probably say all his Euro steps are travels, and they probably are. You know, that man, he takes some huge steps. He takes some huge steps, yo. I'm like, damn. <laughs> he dunk it for like the free throw line out here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm having my fun out here. All right, let's get into uh game one. Uh game one, uh the Milwaukee Bucks won 108 to 100. Now, y'all would not I, and we're gonna get into this later, but Kyle Lowry dropped 38. He dropped 30 points, bro. Kyle Lowry dropped 30 points in a playoff game. Now, usually playoff Lowry, playoff Lowry's a thing, yo, where he's just, like, mediocre, average at best. But, you know, game one props to him, he showed up. So, you know, kudos to him. Uh, So Kawhi got 31 points, and uh, as I was, you know, (laughs) preaching earlier, Lowry got 30 points. Uh, Giannis, Giannis had 24 points. But Brooke Lopez, uh, he he just, you know, reminded everybody, you know, of Brooklyn Nets, Brooke Lopez. Uh, he got 29 points. And uh, the Raptors were up, like, the first three quarters of this game. You know, uh, like, you were thinking, watching this game, that, hey, oh, yeah, the Raptors, like, it was a close game, but the Raptors were going to steal this game. And, you know, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, Raptors might take one game one. It might take game one. But then the fourth quarter came and Milwaukee just blitzed them. They blitzed them 32 to 17. 32 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Kawhi, he only had three points in the fourth. My man, he was tired. He was tired. He was doing everything, you know, trying to keep Toronto afloat in the first three quarters. He needed help. He did not get any help. From Siakam, from Paul Gasol, Danny Green, you know, but he did get some help from Lowry. Lowry showed up in the fourth. It was basically the uh, Kyle Lowry, Brooke Lopez show in the fourth quarter. You know, but Brooke Lopez got uh, 13 points in the fourth, and I do not remember how many uh, points Lowry got in the fourth quarter. All I know, he was seven for nine from three. And he ended up with 30 points. And I was like, damn. I was like, damn. I was like, okay, Lowry. It was like, okay. I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> you got to watch tape, man. You got to watch tape. You got to watch some tape of his game game one performance. 
Yeah, Kawhi was over three from. Uh, he didn't have enough gas in the fourth quarter, and uh, Milwaukee they just blitzed them as I said earlier in the fourth. It was just yeah, when you go thirty-two for seventeen, you outscore them by fifteen points. You end up winning by eight. Like <sighs> you got to defend better. You know, you got to defend better, defend the shooters. You know, I, Giannis was making some plays. I, I, still, I still have to see Giannis in the clutch. You know, I, I, I saw him make plays in the clutch and get to the free throw line in the, in the clutch, and his uh, free throw percentage is not that good because I think he's shooting like 69%. So he's kind of a liability for the free throw line. But, you know, I got to see him. He, he's a good deci- He's a From what I've seen, he's a really good decision maker in the clutch. I, I just need to see if his shots there, you know. I'll I'll pay attention. You know, you know me. I'm gonna be watching Game Five. Game Five is tonight. No, not Game Five. Game Four. Game Four is tonight. And then you got Game Five on Thursday. So you know, we'll see. But yeah, that was Game One. Fun, uh, game One. Game One was a fun game. You know, I watched that game uh, start to finish. It was a fun game. You know. Uh, uh, in my takeaways, uh, uh, we'll talk more about the, the series as a whole. Uh, let's get into uh, game two. Game two, Kawhi. Kawhi got 31 points. Giannis got 30. I, I believe he was 10 for 20 uh, from shooting from the field, so he shot 50%. The Milwaukee bench got 54 points. 54 points. Now that is half of what Toronto scored, more than uh, more than half, more than half, more than half. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I unfortunately did not get to see that game because on that Friday night I was like, "Hey, I got home." You know, the game's at eight thirty. Uh, I got home. I was really I don't know. I guess I was tired for some reason. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna take a nap." I took a nap, and my ass did not wake up. My ass did not wake up till the next game. He did not. I did not wake up till the next day. I was like, damn, I missed the game. But <laughs> it wasn't that fun. It was a blowout throughout the entire game. Milwaukee was up big in the first quarter. It was a blowout. I, I think. Uh, I don't think Kawhi played that much, but he did get his thirty. It just didn't matter. <laughs> Ilya Sova led the bench points with 17, but yeah, it was just yeah. Milwaukee gave him that nice uh, 20 piece, you know. I <laughs> I don't know how you let how you let the bench score 54 points, bro. <laughs> they were just raining trades, I guess. You know, Brogdon Brogdon's nasty, as I said earlier, bro. Brogdon's nasty. Jo- George Hill. George Hill, bro. Oh, my God. He's been traumatizing me since the Celtics series, bro, where he got 21 points from 9 for 12, 9 for 12 shooting, uh, dunking like he was Derrick Rose out there. I'm like, damn. I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> I'm like, yo, George, don't do it to him. Don't do, don't do that to me. Don't do it to me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that was not good. Uh, but let's uh, let's get into a game I actually did watch. Uh, game three, <laughs> game game, <laughs> game three. Uh, um, Toronto won that game, uh, so Toronto won the game in uh, double overtime uh, with the score of one eighteen to one twelve. Kawhi got 30, 36 points. Uh, Siakam got twenty five points. And uh, somebody off the bench finally showed up for Toronto. He got Norman Powell with 19 points. And on the other side from Milwaukee, George Hill got 24 points. Malcolm Brogdon got 20 points. And Giannis got 12 points, 23 23 rebounds. 23 rebounds and 7 assists. Yeah. So offensively, it was not a good game for Giannis. You know, he was struggling from the field, but you know, he still got his rebounds, he still got his assists, and you know, he's just an overall presence from the floor. Now, uh, Kawhi, he got eight points in the second overtime, and uh, I believe Gian- Giannis fouled out in overtime. 
I believe it was the fir- either the fir- either late late in the first or the second one. But he fouled out, and once he fouled out, <laughs> Kawhi just went off. <laughs> Kawhi is like, "Yo, give me the ball, give me the ball, take me there, take me there." It's like I'm gonna take you to the promised land. So and and also in game three, uh, Kawhi guarded Giannis for most of the game, and I guess that's why Giannis was struggling. So I think if you're Nick Nurse, the game plan will be for will be for uh, Kawhi to guard Giannis and uh, but his other teammates, Kawhi, his other teammates need to help him, man. That man needs help. Now he beat Philadelphia by himself, which I didn't think he could. But there is no way that Kawhi is gonna beat Milwaukee by himself. I will be shocked if that happens. But, you know, Kawhi Leonard, he needs some help. Like, I know Siakam helped him in game three with 25 points, and Lowry helped him in game one with 30 points. But he needs, there needs to be a trio, a trio, like a big trio for for Toronto to me if they want to, you know, win this series. Because I, I think I think Toronto, uh, in, in, in my pickings, you know, I had Toronto – Winning game four because, you know, I think, you know, they'll protect home court. And I'll get into more of that when we do our pickums later. But, yeah, I think there needs to be a balanced attack because, you know, Kawhi, especially I think he, he hurt his eye. Did he hurt his hammy? He hurt something. So he's a bit hobbled right now. He need, he needs some help. So Marcus I need uh, he, Marcus showed up last game. I only know he got 16 points. But you know he showed up. You know he hit four of eight threes. Uh, but I need I need something from Danny Green. Danny Green. Uh, you know I, we need Lowry to be more consistent. I understand it's the playoffs, Lowry, but we need you. We need you, man. You don't have to get thirty points. I need you to be assisted and don't get in no foul trouble. But we need Fred VanVleet, man. Fred VanVleet has been trash. His whole playoffs, bro. He's been trash, and this is this is why I was skeptical about Toronto coming in, and that's why I had them losing to Philly because of their bench. Their bench is straight doo doo. It's straight trash, bro. You know, it's, they don't show up. So Toronto needs their bench to uh, show up. Now, uh, some takeaways I have for this, uh, as I was already getting into. There needs to be I, I I I just feel it needs to be a big three. You know, it has to be Kawhi, Siakam, Lowry, Kawhi, Lowry, Gasol, maybe Serge Ibaka has a big game, you know, Norman Powell. Norman Powell, he had nineteen points in the uh game three. So, you know, he should play more. Honestly, Nick Nurse, he needs to get his you know, I think he's like a Maybe a seven, eight man rotation. He needs to like let that bench come out more. You know, give other people a shot. Maybe Jeremy Lin, Jody Meeks. You know, because you know they're tired, man. Kawhi needs some help out there, and he needs to uh, adjust Kawhi's minutes because he'd be playing Kawhi for the whole third quarter. That sh- that that shit don't make no damn sense to me. Like, yo, you need Kawhi for the fourth, man. At least rest him. You know, two, three minutes left in the third quarter. I think he did that the first first game. And that's why Kawhi ran out of gas. I, I'm I'm not sure. I wasn't paying attention if he did that in game three. I don't know what his his adjustments were. But, you know, Nick Nurse, man, you got to, like, I don't know, get uh, Kawhi's breaks with the TV timeout so, you know, that they're longer, you know, like in, in the third quarter the last two minutes, so, you know, he can play the fourth. He's fresh for the fourth quarter. You can't sit him out, in, you know, first two or three minutes in the fourth quarter because, you know, that's what, that's how you lose the lead. You know, you need you need Kawhi to play the fourth. You, you need it to happen. Uh, and I was saying, you know, Toronto's bench, they need to step up. More bodies need to play, maybe uh, expand the uh, rotation a little bit. You know, if Fred Van Fleet's not giving you anything, man, how Jeremy Lin play? You know, how Joni makes Joni makes is a shooter. Joni makes a good three point shooter. You know, he can spread the floor. Uh, I just think about Milwaukee. 
My takeaway, Milwaukee is just, they too deep, bro. They too deep. The starting five, we got Eric Bledsoe. We got Chris Middleton. We got Miritich. You got Giannis. And you got Brooke Lopez. You got Ilya Sova off the bench. You got George Hill. You got Malcolm Brogdon. You got Pat Connington. You got Tony Stell. DJ Wilson. That brown guy. You know, that, that team's like 11, 12, man, deep, bro. I'm like, sheesh. I'm like, sheesh. But I don't, you have to find a way. Well, I mean, Giannis is 6'11". And I think Brooke Lopez is Brooke Lopez 7 feet. He's either 6'11 or six, uh, 7 feet. So, and I think Ilyasova is 6'10. So, you know, I don't know. In the paint, in the paint against Milwaukee, you can't get in that paint because they're so long. So, you know, you got to find a way. And maybe that's why Golden State will match up with them very well because they are a perimeter oriented team. So, you know, they'll shoot. But, yeah, Milwaukee's just deep. And uh, for on the Toronto side, Toronto has to find a way to slow the game down. All right, they have to find a way because you know you get Milwaukee out in transition. You tra- you know, Giannis is one of the best in transition, bro. You can't turn the ball over against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and you know you can't have Milwaukee running, bro. Milwaukee wants to run. You know you cannot have them doing that. You know you gotta slow you gotta slow them down. You know have them play half court because. Usually it's Giannis. Giannis bring the ball up, you know, and you know they got to crowd him. What and I, what Budenholzer has done, I seen from adjustments is he sometimes makes Giannis, you know, set the pick, which is really good between the point guard. So you know he just dies into the paint, and then you know you get the switch. You get the switch. You put a smaller guy on Giannis. Oh, yo, as Shaq would say, that is barbecue chicken. That is straight barbecue chicken. So, you know, Milwaukee, you know, they're, you know, they're a decent team on the half court. But, you know, obviously their strength is running. Uh, They're mad, you know, mad tall, you know, shooters everywhere, you know. So Giannis, once Giannis gets into the paint, he can either go for the score or he can kick out to his guys. And, you know, they shoot the three. So you got to find a way, Toronto. uh, You got to find a way to uh, slow the... uh, Slow the game down, you know. Keep it a keep it a low scoring game, like you know, mid nineties, you know, nineties to one hundred, something like that. And uh, this is what I had as my Celtics approach when the Celtics were playing Milwaukee. I said, "You let Giannis, you you let Giannis go for fifty. I don't care. He's single cover Giannis. You know, don't let the shooters get involved. You know, once you get once you get the shooters involved, you know, oh, it's over." It's over. So as a game plan for Toronto, you know, I'm going to live with Giannis getting his. You know, don't double team him. I mean, one man can't one man can't feed a team. Actually, Kawhi just did that. Kawhi just proved me wrong. But we'll see if Giannis could. Uh, I think, honestly, they should just let Giannis, you know, I'm not saying let him go to the paint at will, but don't, like, put three, four guys on him so, you know, everywhere is open. You know, let the shooters, you know, take contested jump shots. Giannis had a bad game in Game 3. He had 12 points. He had uh, George Hill and Brogdon combined for 44 points off the bench. Like 40, you, you let the two guards get 44 points, which is weird to me. Like, I, You know, I saw when I was watching Game 3, I was like, yo, Giannis is not having a bad game. Giannis is having like a, a bad game from the offensive standpoint, and Toronto wins in double overtime. I'm like, oh, I'd be scared, bro. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Game four is tonight, so, you know, anything can happen. And uh, I think on the Milwaukee side, uh, you got to watch out for a big game from Chris Middleton. Ooh, yo, that man, he can, he's struggling. He's, uh, he's, you know, he's playing decent. He's struggling right now. But, you know, that man, he can go off. And trust me. Uh, my Celtics man, he he went off on my Celtics yo. I remember he hit a a game time basket last year in game one from like half court. I was like, damn. I was like, sheesh. I was like, bro. 
I was like, come on now, man. Come on. I was like, I was I was straight heated. I was jumping up. I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, are you serious right now? I was straight heated, yo. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yo, so uh, if you're on the... You definitely want to limit uh, Chris Middleton because uh, he could have a big game. And if he has a big game, oh, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. But, yeah, uh, those, those were my uh, takeaways for the uh, for the series so far. We got, uh, as I said earlier, game four is tonight, 8.30 on TNT with your boy Charles Barkley, Shaq, Ernie Johnson, and uh, Kenny the Jet Smith. You know, one of the great, the greatest, uh, one of the greatest uh, TV shows to ever live, uh, the NBA on GNT. And uh, we got Game Five on Thursday, so uh, uh, we're gonna get into our pickums right now. Milwaukee at Toronto, Game Four. I got Toronto tying up the series. It's gonna be two-two going back into Milwaukee. I, I think, you know, I think Kawhi is gonna get a little bit help. Uh, I think. Uh, to, to me, honestly, I think they should start Serge Ibaka. You know, I, I didn't catch the first half of game three, but I think they should put Serge Ibaka on Giannis for a bit. I think, you know, that would be a favorable matchup for them. And uh, I think, I think, uh, so I think Kawhi's going to get his 30. <sighs> maybe, maybe this is a Danny Green game because Danny Green's been quiet. He's been quiet as of late, so maybe you know he gets going. Uh, I can see, you know, I can see Siakam getting his twenty, you know, because they're at home, and uh, yeah, maybe uh, Danny Green and uh, Marcus Gasol, Marcus Gasol get going, you know, maybe Gasol continues what he did in Game Three, but I think Toronto is going to find a way to uh, win this game, and I'll I'll say it's by like eight. Uh, so, and then we'll do game five. I think Milwaukee's winning game five either way. If they win game four tonight, if Milwaukee happens to win game four, they'll win game five. And if they lose tonight, I think Milwaukee's taking game five either way. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I would assume, you know, Giannis will be Giannis. And, uh, maybe they're going back home. Uh, Chris Middleton will find his rhythm, and maybe he'll he'll go off. So it'll be a Giannis Chris Middleton show, and yeah, we'll see. Now, uh, before I conclude this podcast, uh, I just want to announce that the uh, WNBA is starting their twenty uh, third season on May twenty fourth. So this coming Friday, and your boy D Train. Uh, we will be, you know, talking. We will be on this podcast talking about the WNBA. You know, I don't know how often yet, but you know, I would like to uh, talk women's basketball on the Make It Rain podcast. You know, because women's basketball, you know, that's fun too. Like I enjoy watching the games. I, I, I usually follow the playoffs. Like I followed the playoffs the last couple of years, and if it's on, like if it's on ESPN, then I'll watch the game. But uh, this year, I'm hoping to follow the WNBA more closely and, you know, talk about, you know, the season, you know, just like we, we I've been talking about the NBA season this whole year. You know, uh, we're going to incorporate the uh, WNBA season into this podcast. And, yeah, if anyone wants to be a guest to either talk NBA or WNBA, y'all know where to find me. Uh, you know, find me at the uh, at the D Train Express on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Dimitri Lagagner on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I mean, just message me, hit me on the DMs. Uh, you know, or you can just message uh, find the Make It Rain podcast on uh, Make It Rain Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, shoot me a message if you ever want to be a guest on the either talking NBA, because it's going to be the off-season for the NBA, or, you know, we can talk WNBA. Now, I just want to thank everyone for uh, listening to me today. Uh, I went solo today, and uh, I managed to uh, talk for an hour. 
<laughs> I managed to rant and run my mouth for an hour about basketball. You know, again, like I did on my birthday. You know, I ranted for an hour. So uh, I want to thank y'all for listening to me. Uh, you know, and future people, future fans, if anyone wants to listen, you know, check out the make it, check out the Make It Rain podcast on the podcast app. You know, on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on Anchor. Uh, you know, I'm always posting links on Facebook. Links are always on Twitter. I'm working on trying to get my uh, promote more on Instagram. So, you know, you'll hopefully we'll see some stuff there. But, yeah, you know, y'all know where to find your boy D-Train. Anyways, uh, I just want to thank everyone again. You know, a lot of fun, you know, talking NBA. And even though I was solo today and I didn't have a guest, you know, the show must go on. You know, I still I still had a good time, you know, just uh, talking about the, you know, the conference finals. So uh, thank y'all for listening to me and uh, share this podcast with friends. Good night. Peace. Thank you.